Hello and welcome to the Will Preach for Food podcast. I'm Doug. I'm pastor here at Faith Lutheran Church based out of Shelton, Washington. We are a congregation of the Evangelical Lutheran Church in America. You can learn more about faith at our website, www.faithshelton.org. This Sunday, February 5th, marks the 45th anniversary of the first worship service held in our current sanctuary back in 1978. So dust off your disco albums, bell-bottom jeans, and polyester leisure suits. We're going to worship like it's 1978. Today's podcast is entitled Windows of Faith, and today I'm going to tell you about the stained glass windows that adorn our sanctuary. Um, And for you out-of-staters, I'm working on getting those windows on a page in our website for you to see for yourself. Stained glass is a beautiful and treasured art form, uh, especially in the church. But it lets the light of the sun shine through it to to reveal God's beauty and goodness. My prayer for the people of faith is that each one of us be living stained glass so that God's sun might shine through our lives to bless the world and glorify God. So we begin with a reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the fifth chapter beginning with the 14th verse. Jesus says, You are the light of the world. A town on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand, and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. Here ends the reading. Dear sisters and brothers in Christ, grace, peace, and mercy be with you. Amen. So, where were you on February 5th, 1978? Some of you were not yet born. Let's see, Jimmy Carter was president. The Seahawks were still new. Mount St. Helens hadn't blown its top for another two years. Me? I was a 10-year-old fifth grader at Wooden Elementary School in Woodenville, Washington. My dad was serving as the pastor at Holy Spirit Lutheran in Kirkland at the time. Here at Faith, Pastor Jerry Robinson was here. He had been the pastor since 1970, and he would serve for a total of 19 years here. Now, back in 1952, Faith had had built its first building, and it was a a brick building down on 7th Avenue, what is now the Consejo Center. Uh, But the congregation had purchased uh, the current land in about 1972. They broke ground in 1976, and construction was completed in early 1978. It was time to move. Connie and Jay were here. Uh, They remember meeting for worship downtown at the original building, then processing by car to the new campus. Connie remembers that the flame from the altar had to be very carefully transported, and it stayed lit the whole journey a symbol of carrying the light of Christ from the old sanctuary to the new one. The stone walls were already here, along with the red carpet and the circular chancel and altar. The choir would sit behind Pastor Robinson under where we now have the screens. This was years before the screens went up. In fact, the organ hadn't been installed until later that spring. Uh, In spring of 1978, the 1907 pipe organ was shipped in and installed. It was first built in Louisville, Kentucky. Anyway, the first stained glass window was crafted by Hal Linker and installed in December of 1978. It's the one over there depicting Pentecost, a dove, and fire. Hal, when he was telling me about it this week, envisions the flame as the burning bush witnessed by Moses in the wilderness. The plan was for 18 windows in all, with the theme, The Confession of Faith. 
And over the next decade, all 18 windows were crafted and installed, and the set was finally dedicated as a whole in 1990. The three artists are, are still part of the, of the Faith family, Hal Linker, Herb Cargill, and Pam Bode. Betty Linker, Helen Knutson, and Connie Smith had rounded out the stained glass committee back in the day. Faith's historian Diane Avery wrote this about the windows in 1999 as part of a 50th anniversary memory book. She writes, the windows of faith may be viewed as a single as single panes of glass or as three distinct sets representing our belief in the triune God, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. The windows of faith tell the, the message of the triune God's love and gifts to humanity. The symbols and colors of the windows are the artist's expressions of Christianity that touch both heart and mind. The first six windows on the south wall represent God as creator. So the first one you look at is the Alpha, uh, part of the Alpha and the Omega. Behind the Greek Alpha symbol, the sun rises over the Cascade foothills. By the way, Bill Sleep tells me that tomorrow, February 6th, is an apex sunrise so that from Shelton, the sun will rise directly behind Mount Rainier. Even if the clouds obscure our view, we know it is true. God is the Alpha and the Omega, so the first one is the Alpha symbol. And God's name is Yahweh. The Star of David denotes our connection to Judaism and to the Hebrew Scriptures, where God's name is revealed as Yahweh. And so we have the Jewish star in the second window. The third window depicts God as the Creator, the hand of God issuing forth light in the beginning and again on the cross. Hal recalls using his own hand as a as a model. The fourth window uh, is of the heavens that God created, the sun and the moon and the stars. Pam made this one. It involves a, a unique round piece of glass. All three artists, as I was visiting with them, noted its uniqueness and how it had been created. The fifth window is, is God's creation of the earth, the land and the trees and all living things. And the sixth window on the south wall uh, is one Hal made representing God's covenant with humanity. The rainbow recalls God's promise to Noah after the flood. Rainbows have long been a symbol of God's mercy. The tablets hearken to the Ten Commandments, the Old Testament, the Old Covenant. When I look at the window, I notice that it, it appears as though the bottom half of the tablets are gleaming brighter than the top half. And I imagine that the, that the rainbow is cleansing and, and transfiguring um, the Old Covenant into the New. Salvation by grace, through faith, apart from works of the law, centered on God's Son and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Which takes us to the west windows, uh, to the next set of windows uh, depicting the life of Jesus. So that first window on the west side is the birth of Jesus. The Greek letters ki and rho together form the sound kr, short for Christos, the Messiah, the Anointed One. So Kiro was an early symbol for Jesus the Christ. And here the letters form a stable and a manger, representing the birth of Christ in Bethlehem. The second window uh, is the baptism of Jesus. The scallop shell is an early Christian symbol for baptism. I like the drops too. It looks like rain, which is very fitting for a church in Shelton, Washington. Amen. The next one is the Good Shepherd. In his life, Jesus acts as a good shepherd, rescuing humanity from our sins. 
In his death, Jesus is the Passover lamb whose blood marks us and sets us free. And in his resurrection, Jesus is the lamb who was slain, who defeats sin and death once and for all. The next window is the crucifixion. It's a close-up view of a wooden cross, the crown of thorns and the nails which pierced Jesus on Good Friday. The window notices the rough grain of the timber. Then there's the resurrection, the butterfly emerging from its chrysalis, representing the new life, the resurrection of Christ Jesus from the dead. If you look closely, you'll see that the old chrysalis down in the bottom with a cross. And the sixth window on the west side is the judgment. This one, you have to come up a little bit closer to take a look to fully appreciate it. The judgment, he will come again to judge the living and the dead, our creed says. In Christ Jesus, um, God's love and mercy is revealed, demonstrated by Jesus' death on the cross. His death in um, in this stained glass window outweighs human sin. And so by his wounds, we are healed. And if you look really closely, you can actually see the image of Jesus on the cross and and uh, and then redeeming a woman and a man on the other scale. The cross is for the salvation of all people. And then the north wall, the third set of windows representing God, the Holy Spirit. The first one, that's the one that, the the first one that went up, that one that Hal did about Pentecost. The Holy Spirit descends uh, upon Jesus as a dove, and later it descends upon the apostles as tongues of fire. I like that Hal also connects this window to the Old Testament, to the burning bush witnessed by Moses. And it was a dove, after all, that returned to Noah with the first olive branch after the flood back in Genesis 9. So God's Spirit, it's a reminder, this, this window is a reminder that God's Spirit, the, the dove and the flame, have been around since well before creation. The second window is, is the church. Pentecost gives birth to the church and the ship. Again, an early symbol of the, of the early church. It represents the earliest missionary journeys that first spread the good news throughout the world. It also represents the image of the church as a ship on stormy sea right? It's a place of safety. We're propelled by the Holy Spirit as the winds blow, and the cross of Christ is its mast. Hal says this is his favorite one, um, and it's another image so apt for our life here in the Pacific Northwest. The next two are symbols and, uh, and elements of Holy Communion. The bread from heaven is the body of Christ. Pam made this one. Uh, and the cup of the covenant, the blood of Christ, the wine of the Passover feast. Herb made this one. He recalls crafting three layers of glass to form the darkest of the grapes. <clears throat> Let's see, we've got um, a couple more here, the cross and the crown. Um, celebrating that, that uh, Christ is vindicated, risen from the dead, and now Christ the King sits at the right hand of the Father. His kingdom will have no end. And the last one, just as we begin with the Alpha, now we end with the Omega. And behind the Greek Omega symbol, the sun sets over the Pacific Ocean. You are the light of the world, Jesus says. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand, and it gives light to everyone. In the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. 
today on this 45th anniversary of the first worship service held in this sacred space. We celebrate the faithfulness of God in the past, in the present, and in the future. Like the old hymn claims, O God, our help in ages past, our hope for years to come, our shelter from the stormy blast, and our eternal home. You know, just like that window with the boat over there. I leave you with these three takeaways today. First, these windows are a visual confession of faith. That is, they tell the story of God and God's faithfulness. We are named for God's faith, not ours, Faith Lutheran Church. And the windows tell the story. They remind us again and again of the God who created us, who loves us, and has a purpose for our lives. Second, when you enter this sanctuary, you are surrounded by the gifts and artistry of the people of faith. The windows, the stone walls, the the cross, the altar, the podium, the baptismal font, the candle stand, uh, the, the pyramids, the songs that Janet and Pete write and sing, the anthems sung and rung by voices and hands and bells, the bread, the cookies after church. What gifts do you have that you want to share? God's work is never done. God's gifts are always new. We are the people of faith. You are both God's handiwork and God's instrument of creation and beauty and art. Let's keep the tradition of faith going. Let's continue to let our light shine, to place our gifts out in public, to bless one another in our worship, to gift our neighbors to add to the beauty of all creation. And lastly, stained glass is a rare and treasured art form that lets the light of the sun shine through it to reveal God's beauty and goodness. My prayer for the people of faith is that each one of us be living stained glass so that God's sun might shine through our lives to bless the world and glorify our Father in heaven. All glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Hey, thanks for listening, everyone. To learn more about faith, go to our website, www.faithshelton.org. Like I say, I'll have those picks up within the next week or so. And while you're there, go go ahead and check out some of our Bible studies, uh, prayer groups, ministries, and then like us on Facebook, or subscribe, or donate, or sign up for our newsletter. You can subscribe to this podcast on most podcast platforms, including Spotify, Apple, and Google. Jazz, Nadia, you guys are the best. Thank you for your production work on this podcast every week. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise God, all creatures here below. Praise God above, ye heavenly host. Praise to the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Amen.